Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Tuesday was the start of the 2022 Lunar New Year celebrations, the festival that marks the beginning of the Chinese and Southeast Asian calendar and heading towards spring in the Northern Hemisphere. This week, we say goodbye to the Year of the Ox and welcome in the Year of the Tiger, the Water Tiger, to be precise. So what does that mean for us? Will it be better than the past two years? And what does it hold for those of us who are tigers or any other of the 12 Chinese zodiac signs? Today, we find out what we need to do this week to make sure the year ahead is a prosperous one. Legend has it that on his birthday, the Jade Emperor asked all the animals in the world to take part in a race. Twelve animals turned up to the starting line. The rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, sheep, monkey, rooster, dog and pig. As a reward, the emperor named a year in the zodiac after each one, while the race determined the order each animal would be placed. Each year, the zodiac sign is replaced by the next, and every 60 years, those 12 signs will all cycle through the five elements of metal, wood, water, fire and earth. This year, it's the year of the water tiger. Water tigers are thought to be calm, cautious, but also quite ambitious. Tiger signs in general are considered natural leaders, packed with charisma and not afraid to pull off a big move. For them, it will be a big, powerful year, but it will also be one of challenge, so tigers need to watch what they say and do to avoid confrontation. Tigers are being told to not get too busy, work on improving yourself, a good year for learning. Money will not be stable in 2022, and your love journey may be rocky too. Your energy levels may also be low, so you need to take care of yourself and avoid injuries. Of course, the Lunar New Year isn't only a celebration for China. Many Southeast Asian countries also come together at this time to farewell the old and see in the new. Dr Nicholas Ng is a professional composer and ethnomusicologist specialising in Australia-China Musical Exchange, based at the Australia-China Institute for Arts and Culture at Western Sydney University. His music is what you've been hearing throughout this episode of The Quickie. Doctor, we hear so much about how China celebrates this time of year, but what about other cultures? Chinese New Year, in fact, we should probably call it Lunar New Year because it coincides with the start of the agricultural year and it begins now. And it's celebrated in countries like Mongolia, Vietnam, South Korea as well, and North Korea, I would assume. So not just the Chinese celebrate Lunar New Year, And each culture does it a little differently. I know that for the Koreans in general, there's a different type of food prepared altogether and also different ideas about what things symbolise what. Things like chestnuts and obviously kimchi come into play. So we do traditionally eat dumplings, but there are the eight lucky foods. And often it's because these dishes are homonyms with certain words that the Chinese in particular like. 
for instance, EU is a homonym with surplus, as in, you know, extra money. And so we have the phrase, nian nian yo yu. So every year there is surplus. And so we all have fish. So that's just one idea. And of course, there's also what's called the year cake. It's a nian gao. And nian is the word for year, as in, you know, 2022. But nian gao. Gao means also cake, but also means rising higher. So you want to be rising higher every year. That's sort of part of the culture of being ambitious and making a profit, <laughs> I guess. So some of the other things that we read a lot about this time of year is the giving of money. Is that happening across Asia? Yes. Well, one noticeable difference is that I believe the Koreans give the money in white envelopes. But amongst the Chinese community, we use red envelopes because for us, white symbolizes death. But money giving is quite popular around this time of year. Yes. What about the lead up to New Year's? Because I understand there's a process of cleaning your home, of visiting your family. Is that similar across the cultures? I do know that in most Southeast Asian countries, there is the process of spring cleaning because it is actually spring cleaning if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, but even in the South (laughs) and in Australia, we kind of still do it anyway because it's just nice to have the house ready. There's this sort of superstition too that if your house is not clean enough, it may attract negative energy and so you want to get rid of all the dust. Yeah, the idea is to make it spick and span. You're not meant to do any cleaning on New Year's Day though, so you have until midnight. So it's like a deadline, so you have, you know, 11.59pm, <laughs> you can get everything nice and clean. Yes, so that's similar across many families I know anyway, not necessarily Chinese. What about avoiding sharp things? Like in, you're not supposed to cut your hair or things like that, nothing too sort of involved you know, scissors and knives and things like that. I'm, I'm not quite sure where that comes from or what that symbolises. Yeah, you're not meant to cut your hair especially. And it's not just the sharpness of things, about the hair too, because hair is a little bit sacred. So you don't want to be cutting your hair on New Year's Day and you don't want to be washing it either <laughs> on New Year's Day. So you do all of the cutting, you know, perm, everything you want to do before. Like my daughter and wife went to a salon on New Year's Eve and got the hair done and everything, you know, <laughs> just to get it ready for New Year's Day. And, yeah, sharp objects, you know, the idea of cutting or dividing, it's just not auspicious. So the worst thing you can do to anyone is to give them a pair of scissors or an, a brand new knife for their birthday. Like you just don't do that because that's considered really rude and you're basically sending them a death wish. There's a lot of interesting things that people have to observe because of their family background or it might be something grandma said and then you have to do it. So one funny thing in my family is that my mother-in-law makes us all wear red undies because she believes that every year we must have a new pair of red undies and so I have to do it. And who knows if I'm really doing it, but I just do it anyway (laughs) just to make my mother-in-law happy. And there are lots of other, of course, superstitions, you know, eating sweet food having certain lucky foods that will bring prosperity throughout the year. What about how Australia approaches Lunar New Year? Have we just got a collection of where everybody has come from that's kind of created a mishmash here or has it created its own kind of Australianised version of Lunar New Year? There's a lot of enthusiasm from the non-Chinese community because everyone's interested in going to Yamcha and wearing red 
it's really encouraging to see the certain things that people do. I guess, of course, yeah, they're taken from certain ways of celebrating Chinese New Year. So I can sort of see it as permutations of the same thing, but developing. And so I find that very exciting. I think the next step is for the government to give us a public holiday. <laughs> because in Southeast Asia, and I think mainland China, everything shuts down for about two weeks. I mean, I'm not expecting that here, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you feeling about moving into this year of the tiger, of the water tiger, in fact. There's a lot of good feeling and positive energy from the reports that I'm seeing from different people about moving into this year and moving out of, say, years of pandemic, for example. How are you feeling about the year of the tiger? I'm feeling quite positive about it. Personally, I feel the world is what you make it and your life is what you make it. So there are lots of horoscopes floating around and they often make people feel good about the new year. And I think it's all very positive. There is the belief that if you are of that year, like if you were born in the year of the tiger, this particular tiger year is not good for you. For instance, I'm a goat. So with a goat year, I'm not having a good year that year for some reason. And you just have to be a little bit careful. So there is talk of that. So tigers may experience some sort of setback in work or something. But I think, uh, again, it's up to the individual because there are ways to work around it if you believe in the horoscopes. But yeah, the tiger being a very auspicious animal and also an animal of justice. And also the tiger is the king of the jungle in China. So it's a very respected animal. It's an animal who knows how to keep its temper, that sort of thing. It can be ferocious if it needs to. And water, in Chinese culture anyway, has to do with money. So it probably is financially a good year, perhaps, for some. So that's part of what's floating around anyway, those ideas. While 2022 will be a challenging year for tigers, we're also being told that the tiger could be a sign that we're about to leave the COVID pandemic behind. Dr Wang Pan is Senior Lecturer in Chinese and Asian Studies at the University of New South Wales. Her teaching and research areas include Chinese media, gender, marriage and family, and Chinese cultural studies. Doctor, why are so many people saying the tiger is a symbol of a move out of the past few years of chaos associated with COVID? I think everybody really is desperate to end the pandemic year and everybody wants to see a positive change in the new year. So tying that will to the tiger, uh, tiger is the king of all beasts in Chinese mythology and Chinese culture. And that symbolizes power, strength, courage, danger, and leadership. So it's hoped that if we incorporate the spirit and characteristics of the tiger, we will be able to cross all hurdles and see a turning point. Some sources that I read did suggest that 2022 could be an improvement from the previous years. For example, an ancient book that called Kong Sheng Zhen Zhongji, which is similar to the Yellow Emperor Mother Earth Sutra. So this book documented that the year of the water tiger, which refers to 2022, we're in, this year would likely to be a prosperous year. That means we'll see a welcomed change from previous years. However, it also indicates concerns and uncertainties underlined by this sentence, quote, although the people are happy, they worry about the tiger going down the mountain. So this year is the water tiger specifically. So we also know the water that bears the boat is the same that swallows it up. So we should still stay vigilant and be ready to cope with any upcoming uncertainties and challenges. 
Well, what ways can we make the most of this tiger year and make it as prosperous as possible whilst avoiding those things that we need to look out for? What things can we do, do you think? Well, just like tiger, we need to stay confident, strong, brave and strategic, acting swiftly and accurately and take good control of everything. And while we take advantage of the tiger influence, we should avoid its shortcomings, for example, acting on impulse, being overconfident and stubborn. Those of us who do not have a Chinese or Southeast Asian background, what traditions can we take from this Lunar New Year festival into the year of the water tiger without cultural appropriation, of course, that might give us a better chance of having a wonderful, prosperous 2022? It's always important to greet and send wishes to our family, friends, neighbours at the beginning of the year. Clean the house and wear new clothing. That can make ourselves feel and look refreshed. Enjoy a good meal together with our loved ones, whether that is fish, which symbolises abundance of joy, whether that is dumplings, which represents wealth, or whether that is noodles that symbolises long lifespan, or spring rose that represents luck, etc., or other preferred foods. I think it's important just to, you know, stay together and enjoy that meal and decorate the house with red colour. And also, I think it's important for us to set our new year resolution and work really hard, having a strong will, just like the tiger, in order to achieve that. So what does 2022 have in store for those of us who aren't born in the year of the tiger? For the rats, the year ahead is stable, a good year to travel or make changes. 2022 will be a good year for study and work, and finances are excellent. However, your relationships will suffer if you don't get better at communication, and there may be some negative health impacts from the tiger energy. For oxes, it's a year of good fortune due to the secret harmony between the ox and the tiger signs. Goals will be accomplished work-wise, but money-wise, this is not a good year to take risks. It's a great year for meeting new love or celebrating a relationship milestone. There's a possible illness on the card, so get a checkup. Rabbits can expect a very positive year. New work opportunities are on the agenda, extra income could be coming your way, and there are more opportunities for romance. It's also a good year health-wise, but avoid depleting your energy. For dragons, there is wealth and power in the year of the tiger – but you need to be patient to maintain professional relationships. Money will come, but it will require hard work and your love life may be a bit unstable. Health-wise, there may be injuries or stress in your year ahead, so regular checkups for dragons are key. Snakes are being told to lay low and take it easy at work to remain stable. There are big ups and downs in store for those in business and if you're a single snake, this is a good year to get hitched. Snakes are being told to avoid too much alcohol or smoking this year and be careful with your joints. Horses and tigers have three harmonies, so it's looking like a smooth year ahead for you horsey types. There's good opportunity for recognition and promotion at work. Finances look okay, but not great, so don't go crazy. Your love life will be stable. Look out for injuries this year, but still get outside in the sunshine and do some exercise. Goats clashed with the ox sign last year, but Tiger is a much kinder year in 2022. It's a good year for new work opportunities and teamwork, but make sure you keep your boundaries strong. Big and easy money may come your way this year, but outgoing dollars might add up too. It's a peach blossom year for goats, so singles be on the lookout for your soulmate, but avoid love triangles. 
and look out for any spikes in your cholesterol or blood pressure. Monkeys clash with the tiger, so expect some changes in 2022. You'll need to work hard, watch out for financial scammers and breakups in relationships are a possibility. Your health might be challenged this year too, especially mental health, so take care of yourself. And to get some positive energy, consider giving blood. Roosters will be busy at work this year, and that could be due to a career change. It's a prosperous year financially, but watch out for your belongings when you travel. It's a good year for roosters to consider marriage, but watch out for romantic entanglements. You're also being warned to watch out for the health of your older relatives. Dogs in 2022 are set for a better year than last. It's a hard-working but positive outcome year for work, great for money-making and saving, favourable for making new friends, but maybe not so much in a romantic sense. Health-wise, dogs may suffer a small injury this year. And for pigs, a positive and promising year ahead, with extra strength to overcome work issues, a reminder to be thrifty and take advantage of positive influences financially. It's a good year for marriage for pigs also, but you'll need to eat well and rest this year to improve your energy. Whether you believe in the guidance of the Chinese astrological calendar is up to you. But here's to hoping we all make the best of 2022. Considering what we've left behind in 2020 and 2021, we all deserve a good year. That's the quickie for today. This episode was produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Siobhan Moran-McFarlane, with audio production by Ian Camilleri. If you have little ones under the age of five, why not listen to our parenting podcast, This Glorious Mess, Little Kids? Last week, hosts Tegan and Lee spoke to dentist and kids entertainer Dr Bethany about when you should start brushing your kids' teeth, and the answer is pretty surprising. So we should start brushing before our kids even have teeth. So using a soft cloth to wipe the gums twice a day right from when your baby is born can be a really wonderful way to build up the habit of toothbrushing before our kids even have teeth. Listen to This Glorious Mess Little Kids in your favourite podcast app. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.